1: Love totally.
2: All right. Uh, hey, guys, uh, in honor of the Grammys, I have a, a rock and roll legend, a rock and roll Hall of Famer here with me. Guy had a record come out last Tuesday. He sold over 100 million records worldwide. You want me to see if I can get him on the line? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on. Yep. Hey, Congrats Diamond. to whom that is. Diamond, you? <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so uh, Melody, you going to be talking oh, to John guys. Philbin when you're out there? Uh, hold
2: on. I don't know. I
1: mean, I don't think he appreciates me discussing his personal life either, but hopefully.
0: I mean, he it's lives like in my you. sister's neighborhood. I have yet to visit my sister, but they, they actually are practically neighbors.
1: Oh, very cool. <laughs> wait, wait. I think we got a rock and roll Hall of Famer coming in. Okay. I, he, awesome.
2: he, he's willing to sing for us, but I don't think he wants to talk. Is that cool with you guys? Yeah. I was
3: saying, yeah. Okay. Is it going I'll, over? We'll he wants to do the
2: chorus. I think we'll know his voice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand him the fold Hold on. Okay. Hold on. I live my life like this, no tomorrow. All I've got, I have
3: to steal. Least I don't need to beg or borrow. <laughs> Wow! running with the devil. Wow. I'm, I'm to I, I, yeah! Hey, you, you Bye, tell man. David Lee Roth there's another Hoosier <laughs> on the phone here. <laughs> <laughs> from, from his hometown. Hey. We Who got it right, sorry? guys.
2: Good night, everybody. <laughs>
0: all right, all right. for singing. Who
1: was that?
0: It was David Lee Roth. Why David Lee Roth? Really? Yes. Holy crap! Right yeah, get, yeah. Get you, you missed song. out on
1: something. David Lee Roth just sang live on our show. Right. <laughs> so
0: yeah. Good time with
1: David. Yeah, he's with David Madison right now. Holy <laughs> crap! Who is this? Let me see who he is. I'll, I'll recognize the face. You know who he is. Dan yeah, Aykman. Hey, oh, holy fuckers! <laughs> that was. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they were like the Jeffersons and radio That and was on
1: actually out. a great no. moment
4: I know because right
1: Because Melanie Roble Was actually the very first guest We had on France in France And uh, she's She's been a huge supporter Of the show Since day one And I always said Melanie one day I will get you to cuss on the show," she said. Never. And it took fucking Madison to make her cuss on the show.
2: I have that effect on
0: people. You should have. Yeah.
1: You should have opened <laughs> up a it betting on pool. Nick you know. <laughs> <laughs> you had it on Nick too. So <laughs> this is great. And in fact, um, I told uh, Torrell Robel. She sent me this. Cute little joke um, on my Facebook page, and I said, "This is this is Torrell Mobile. This is Melanie's mom. Um, I can't believe someone broke into my garage and stole my limbo stick." Seriously, how low can you go?
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's <Over>. a
1: <laughs> But I'm <laughs> <Okay. king>. <laughs> <laughs> I told Torrell that I would, I, I, I think I'm pronouncing her name right, Torrell Robles, we love the Robles, Melanie, she just got married recently, and everything, Nick is, okay, before we start, Nick, is there any announcements? Uh,
4: no, not, not this time, I'm just really sick and busy Yeah,
1: Nick's not feeling too good today, so we're just going to get right into the show Hey cool. Dave
2: Hey, how are you guys? We're We're doing good. How are you doing? Good, good. I'm doing well. Uh, Man, I I forgot how crazy and chaotic this show was. I remember when Dave was over at my house and we uh, gave you guys a call that night. It was pretty pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, and everybody was like, no, that wasn't really him. And I was like, oh, and you even, like, defended it 100%. Yes, he was there 100%. That was him. And I totally believed you, and I was totally just blown away. And Jason Hignite, who is a really great guy, he was just blown away, too. He was, I mean, like the next day he was like, oh, my gosh, I kind of spoke to David Lee Roth."
2: (laughs) Yeah, Jay's a a great guy. Uh, I think he was with Horror Hound Magazine, wasn't he?
1: Yes, yes. Yes, in fact, he while, was yeah. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's bodyguard when Jamie Lee Curtis never did any conventions, and she wanted to do this to raise money for children's hospitals. And she did a fantastic job, and Jason Hignight was her personal bodyguard.
2: Wow. Yeah. You know, I, we, I we think had... this is oh. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, I, I I think this is probably like my tenth or eleventh time on this show. I remember very fondly we did a a show when we had Stephen Jeffries from Fright Night on, and yes. uh, we did and we did a show uh, when Corey Haim passed away, like the day after he passed away, and uh, that was quite a star-studded uh, show too. So you know, it was pretty. Well, it it, it
1: was. In fact, yep. um, I. Uh, You told me, because I didn't have a show scheduled, you you messaged me and you said, hey, do you have a show scheduled? And I said, no, I couldn't find a guest. He goes, I got you. And you said, let's do a Corey Haim tribute show. So I made the show page. I put it in the Block Talk Radio. I wanted it to be a show of the day. Boom, number one. And we had a
2: very,
1: uh, oh, I can't remember his name, but he was in Lost Boys.
2: Oh, Brooke McCarter.
1: Brooke McCarter, yes. And he he was fantastic on the show. And you could tell that he had a very great love for Corey Haim.
2: Yeah, those two guys grew up together, and they were in The Lost Boys. And Brooke went on to produce his movie, License to Drive, uh, the movie that Corey did uh, with Corey Feldman. So, yeah, they were extremely oh. close. And uh, it's a funny oh. story. It's actually kind of a funny, sad story. I was out on the morning that uh, Corey had passed away, and I was uh, uh, eating breakfast, and it came over the radio that uh, Corey had passed away. And uh, it was about nine thirty in the morning, and I immediately called Brooke, who was a dear friend of mine, who was really close to Corey, to give him my condolences. But sadly, uh, Brooke hadn't known yet, so I had to break the news to him. So it was just. You know, oh was, wow! Yeah, oh, that, that must have been tough. Yeah, that sucked. And the night before Corey passed away, he was on the phone with me. I was talking to him about a role in my uh, film, uh, which ultimately became oh. Mr. Hush. So, oh man! Yep. <laughs> so.
3: Wow!
1: I didn't know it went that far.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, So that sucked. Corey was a Cory was a sweet kid. He was a nice guy.
1: He he did seem like he's a sweet, kid, uh, a very sw- uh, nice guy. Um, what do you think about the other one?
2: Who no, Corey Feldman? Which one, Feldman? Yeah. Uh, I I know Corey. Uh, I did we did a show in Atlantic City together. It was a Lost Boys reunion show in which I was the moderator, and Corey and Jameson Newlander came out dressed as the Frog Brothers, they're characters from the Lost Boys. And Corey's uh is you know a lot of people have a lot of dislike for Corey for some reason, and he is kind of a sometimes a, a pompous idiot, but he's you know. When you get through the first level of muck and mire, he's a pretty decent guy.
1: Oh, okay, good.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: That's, that's good to know. Yeah, because, I, I, um, I know. Honestly, I was kind of like the bad boy Corey Feldman. I had more Corey Feldman posters hung up on my wall. And then you're kind of seeing all these different things, and you're just kind of like, well, do you like them? Do you hate them? Is there any in between?
2: It's funny because Corey Feldman, I think, had a more interesting career, you know, with uh, he did Stand By Me and he did, you know, the Friday the 13th movie. Great movies. movie. Yeah. But, you know, Corey Haim also did Silver Bullet, which was a great movie. And Lucas. Oh, yeah. A and Lucas. It. Yeah. So I mean, it, you know, they both had pretty amazing careers and it kind of sad the way that things happened to them when they were young and uh, yeah. the way that uh, their careers progressed as they became adults, but sadly, it's, a, it's a, a miserable business sometimes. Yeah.
0: It's the nature of the beast, that's all. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> so how have you guys been? It's been way too long since I've been on the show.
1: Well, I I kind of took a kind of little break because, you know, I've been working a lot of hours at my jobs and then mm-hmm. kind of... So, it's kind of like, okay, now it's time to get it together, and I think I got, what do you think of the two uh, other hosts I got right now,
2: David? They they sound wonderful. I haven't spoken to them much, but they they have wonderful radio voices. Yeah. Well, well thank so, you, Dave. I'm, I'm, you know, definitely.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, so I'm trying to get the show built back up, and... You know, get it together once a week, and I seen that you were online, and I was like, okay, I'm going to message David.
4: Well, have you ever, have I
2: ever turned you down when you asked me to do your No,
1: you haven't, and that's why you're so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You're like the, you're like the best friend ever. Oh, stop. (laughs) You are? The
2: check is in the mail, Frenzy.
1: (laughs) Okay. It's funny because (laughs) I
2: I just found out that uh I'll be doing a show on jo- George Romero's uh uh son's uh he has a, he's a great filmmaker and a film director too George Romero Jr. Uh he's got a great thing called the Indie Brigade and uh, I'll be starting a new show on with those guys on Friday night. So I'm kind of be doing nice. a, it's, uh, Yeah, it's kind of it's uh, Congrats. Oh, thanks. It's on a whole bunch of platforms. No problem. And it's uh it's uh uh, kind of like a talk show, uh, but it's unlike a, like a blog or a uh, or a podcast because there's visuals, too. So it's kind of cool. And it nice. starts that Friday.
1: Yeah, I've seen worlds, that on your sure. uh, Facebook page. I've seen a yeah. lot of that, and I'm like, okay, Dave's working
2: it. Yeah, I, I had a I had a radio show out of Atlantic City in New Jersey called The End of the Night that I did in 2015, and I think we only did 12 episodes. But in those 12 episodes, I had like Doug Bradley and Corey Feldman and Frank Wilson, and uh, you know all the great horror icons on, and uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, I look forward to bringing it back to this uh, to this wonderful platform that uh, I'm honored to be a part of. Nice. Awesome. So that's maybe that's we can cross. Maybe we could cross promote our programs.
1: Hey, I would love to do that. Um, <clears throat> nudging your shoulder. Yes.
0: Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> How's Nick doing?
1: He's he's doing good. Um, he he might he's uh working a little bit. He said he's going to come in. In a little while. Um, say, yeah, he's not feeling too good. Um, he drank something out of the coffee pot that's...
4: Oh, no, that's, that's not it. since simply
1: woke up. Oh, okay, he took a nap. Okay. <laughs>
2: he hasn't visited okay. China any time recently, has he?
1: No, At least no, he, has, week? he did get a package from China. Uh-oh. No, I'm kidding, he didn't. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here's here's something, Dave, that I read on your Facebook page today and I think that this is something that would be so heartfelling to you. Yes. Um, you reached out to the uh Steve Dash Tribute.
2: Oh yes, uh there's a big convention here uh in the northeast of New Jersey called Monster Mania. And Uh, uh I used to uh Uh, go to Monster Mania as a fan and uh, I actually was uh, befriended all the people who run it and uh, then when I did my own convention, three hours away from their convention they, for some bizarre reason got upset and uh, 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 don't uh, talk to me anymore. But it kind of breaks my heart Oh no! Because Steve Dash oh, was uh, was uh, a dear dear friend of mine for the last ten years, and uh, he did, of course, he starred in Mister Hush. He played Mac, and uh, he was in the movie I produced, Emerging Past. He was a uh, detective, Warke, mm-hmm. as I recall, and uh, uh, we did te- several TV shows on NBC and and radio shows together, and you know he came up to my house on several occasions, so. I mean, I really wanted to be a part of his tribute uh because we were dear friends, and because I you know I'm responsible for two of the bigger roles that he had in the last ten years and uh even in the wake of somebody's passing, a celebration of somebody's life, the pettiness that is a convention business rears its ugly head, so it kind of just makes me sad that you know I wasn't looking for them to give me a table or a room or anything, I just wanted to drive in be a part of his uh tribute and you know be on my very way. But be that as it may, they uh are, you know, are not uh in tune with letting that happen. So that's what that oh, is. Well,
0: I'm, but I mean at least you made the effort, which is what's the important thing at the end of the day. You know oh, absolutely the pettiness you know, secondary.
2: And then the beautiful part is that, you know, the part uh, that I wrote for him that he was so proud of, you know, will live on forever, and it'll be part of his legacy. Exactly. You know, yeah. A tribute at a convention is something that's wonderful and sweet, but, you know, it lasts for that afternoon.
3: That's
1: awesome. And yeah, well. I, I remember we did a Mr. Hush uh, show. Stephen Dash was on it.
2: Yeah, I think everybody and, who was in Mr. Hush ultimately wound
1: up on your <laughs> show. <laughs> I, I I was going to mention this. One of my fa- and you, I seen that you posted that Stephen Dash passed away, and I was like, oh, my gosh, no. And I seen it on your Facebook page. Yeah, he was on the show, and Stephen Dash did say how much he, he loved you. Throughout the show, he was like David Madison, you're my boo, you know, and stuff like that. And then um, Brad Laurie was on, and then we lost Black Brad Laurie. And Stephen Dash was like, oh, you know, he's gay, he's out there on the streets picking up gay guys.
2: You know. And you then know, we got Brad the, Laurie
1: back, and he's like, hey, Brad.
2: <laughs> that doesn't <Yeah>. surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, a he, was a a... Show.
1: he was talking about all that. And then I was talking to him and he's like, Just call me Uncle Steve
2: Yeah, he was a he was a a very, very, very fun loving guy. He had a very, very salty tongue and was you know, had a sharp wit about him, but the people who knew him well knew that it was always done tongue in cheek, so he'll be here, Yeah, uh...
1: yeah. I mean he was <laughs> He was cracking me up, and when I seen that you reached out to that, that totally you should have definitely had a part of that because the love for him. The only reason why he showed up on the show was because of you.
2: Oh, well,
1: you, thank know,
0: you but <laughs> yeah, bit. I mean, that, that, that's one of the reasons why it was the uh, the show was great to begin with. You know.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, the, the greatest part thinking, about the this... show. Uh, Show is what What crazy Unexpected thing Was going to happen next And the show's still young exactly. tonight Who who the hell knows What's going to happen In the next 40 minutes Uh-oh. Uh oh Alan night is it's cool? still
0: young Anything's possible
2: Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, uh, now you, I have with I the, have a question the,
1: You have been working Really hard with Huey Lewis
2: Uh Yeah we're, I mean we're, we're We're dear friends And uh he just had his new album drop about two weeks ago, uh, an album called Weather. And it's his mm-hmm. first uh, top 100 hit in uh, over 20 years. And, uh, nice! Uh, you know, sadly, Huey's having a, a, a severe issue with his hearing and can he no longer tour. But uh, he recorded these songs over the last 20 years uh since his last album which was uh an album called Soulsville which was a, a Stax tribute record. It came out in two thousand ten. Uh, uh since then he's these are the songs that uh he's recorded that were his uh, new material, not his cover material, since his two thousand I think two thousand one album, Plan B. And uh Yeah, the album came out and uh he had a video for the song Her Love Is Killing Me that had like Jimmy Kimmel in it and Literally like fifty stars in it. You guys should check it out if you get a chance. Look it up on YouTube. Wait, well, I will if, definitely if you it out. If you,
0: um, you know if you get a chance, Dave. Yep. Would you mind Would you mind relaying a message to Huey for me and just tell him that uh, William Brower actually had uh, written three of his books based, you know, just inspired off of uh, Huey's works.
2: Oh, sweet! Absolutely. And
0: well, no, and uh, you know, just uh, definitely, you know, tell him thank you.
2: Just like the American <laughs> Psycho, there was a whole paragraph that was inspired by Huey Lewis. <laughs> Not a whole paragraph, a whole chapter. Yeah.
0: that the... <laughs> was only briefly unless... Yeah, but also greatly improvised between Huey and Weird Al later, though.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, you sick son of a bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yup. <laughs>
2: That's a line from the video, uh, Francie. I didn't just call your co host a sick son of a bitch. I just want you to know that.
1: <laughs> I, I, well, that's I, okay. Uh, I've been called
2: worse.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, just don't call me like late-forgetter. That's all.
2: I will not. So, Francie, did you see well, my, my, my Mr. Hush prequel, Mr. Hush Legacy, that came out around Halloween? Yes, I
1: wing? did. In fact, I was going, you and, was that you that was in the field with Edward X. Young?
2: Yes, I actually co star with Edward X. Young. and uh,
1: Oh, nice. I thought that was you, but your voice was a little different, because I guess you were kind of hurt, and you were making it more raspy. I was like, I think that's David Madison.
2: Yeah, no, I yeah, play I, wound, I play you. a I play a wounded Confederate soldier and the film takes place at the battle of Gettysburg uh in the Devil's Den and uh it's awesome. a, a it's a prequel uh I just recently after 7 years got the rights to Mr. Hushback and oh, uh what? To, to to promote yeah that's when you when you sign with a studio you and you sign your soul with the devil, so. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, mm-hmm. I I I got it back, and to to push the uh, the internet sales and now worldwide sales because it was never released in other parts of the world. I I shot the prequel with Ed, last fall, and uh, you know, extremely proud of it. It's a really smart little short film that really, you know, plays well with the original source material. And uh, Ed just keeps getting better and better as an actor. He's a pain in the ass as a human being, but he's a wonderful <laughs> actor. Yeah, I, maybe I, I maybe that's what kind of bleeds you, into the
1: world. You and Ed have, like, this relationship <laughs> that is so out of this world.
4: <laughs> well,
2: you know, the truth truth be told is, and Ed will tell you this, I mean, Ed had a horrific car accident. And uh I was three hours away and the very first person by his bedside when he arrived at the hospital was me. So I mean I love the guy. Oh
3: but,
2: but he's a monumental pain in the ass. Oh my god
1: <laughs> You could hear you could you could hear during like that David Lee Roth calling in and everything and you and David Lee Roth, you could hear you say, Unbelievable.
2: No, I'm trying to get Dave to talk to you guys and that just doesn't shut the fuck up. It's, it just makes me want to shoot myself in the face. <laughs> well
0: you know you know, you you can always go the old fashioned way and just uh you know, spike with a couple of volume or something like that. <laughs> uh,
2: if I could do it over the phone, I assure you I would have. <laughs> <laughs> no.
4: they're, they're just... So Wait, what, what if the true punch teeth like NyQuil?
2: I don't
0: know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just so funny when they're together. It's like, Ed, you know, it's kind of like Ed's being, like, playful, and David's like, mmm, shut the hell up.
2: It's not that. <laughs> I mean, the guy just never knows when to be quiet, even if it's for, like, five seconds. I'm like Ed. You have to you have to exhale well. every once in a while. You know, let 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 some some other people yeah. in the room breathe. <laughs> oh, I a...
0: Here we're, we're going to try hitting the pause button for a second. Let's see what happens.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised oh he hasn't God, called in cracking... yet.
1: Oh, you're cracking me up right now,
2: <laughs> I am surprised he has not called in yet. But it, it would be
1: uh I I was thinking about messaging him and saying, uh, David's gonna be the guest on the show tonight. I was like, No, David might fly out to California and kick me up
2: the ass Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say, I thought you liked me, Franzi. <laughs> <laughs> oh. you
0: know, and another another news podcast host mysteriously winds up disappearing while live on air. <laughs> <laughs> She had a
1: giant foot in her butt.
0: Yeah, Steve. Why does it sound like you're at the airport?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here yeah, but, we are on two different ends of the country. You guys are both in California, are you not?
0: No, I'm in uh, Florida.
2: Oh, sweet. Where in Florida are you?
0: I'm in a small town called Coral Springs. It's basically uh, the outskirts of Fort Lauderdale.
2: Nice. I'm in the northeast corner of Pennsylvania.
0: So you guys are definitely enjoying the nice weather.
2: Freezing my kishkis off.
0: Well, you know, you have an open invite. Uh, We we hit uh, a high of 70 today, so. Ah, sweet. (laughs) My you know, family and I can always. Drags me, you tiki bars are open.
2: My family always drags me down there, kicking and screaming, to Disney once a year so. I will. I will make my pilgrimage down there this summer.
0: Oh, good, 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 you know Just make sure not August, because uh, that's the hottest point. And with Star Wars now officially opened, uh, you might get at least a four-hour wait time.
2: You know the good thing about late August, if you go like after August twenty-fifth. All the southern schools already mm-hmm. go back, and and Disney's actually relatively empty. You just that's pay the price of, of sweating your, your, you know, your balls off. Uh, are you allowed to curse on this show? Oh yeah. On? Okay, I was gonna say it's a little too late. Well, that's all
0: right. I mean, in, you know, in the worst case, you know, we'll figure out a way to add some, uh, you know, nineteen seventies cheese edit for it.
2: There you go. Where did Francie go?
0: I have no idea. <laughs> Francie,
2: don't you hate when no? the, the the star of the show just comes? I'm of hits here. here. Oh, there she is. Oh, there she is. Okay. What did you have to go off to the bathroom or something?
0: <laughs> <I'm> Hello. <here. laughs> Hello. Hi there.
1: (laughs) I kind of got emotional.
0: Hmm.
2: I'm good. When was the last time you had Ed on, Francie? Hello, hello. Hi there. Oh Try to think. Oh, she's trying to think, okay Um Oh, okay.
0: Let's see, when 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 did MTV last play music? We'll start we can start from that point, work forward.
2: Do you have the Jeopardy theme to play? Maybe. Francie, we need your final answer.
1: I kinda got a little sick. I was throwing up.
2: Oh. I have that effect on women. Okay.
1: Yeah. Sorry.
2: Wow, Sorry, I
1: didn't agree. Too. That's, that's, I, uh, that's I, pretty bad. I'm trying to edit a book, and I'm like, Nick, you tell Tom and um, William that I'm kind of throwing up right now? But I'm good now.
2: Wow. Sorry. I, sure. Okay. See, I told you ah. anything can happen on this show. There mm-hmm. we
1: go. There we go. And Look. I didn't want to hear you guys. I didn't want you to hear me go,
3: that,
1: And then you guys go, Bleh. And then it's just a roller coaster, right? And after then we that. just
2: have a barfathon like they didn't stand by exactly. me.
1: Exactly. It would be like stand yep. by me. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. That actually came out of nowhere, right?
0: Oh, I, I've I...
1: been suffering from a little bit of dehydration and it caused in heartburn So, uh, never mind that. So,
2: it you got like the movie <laughs> Uh, what? I have what?
1: You have some movies coming out.
2: I do. I do. Would you yeah. like me to talk about them?
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes please. Uh, and
2: I'm
1: really sorry okay. about that. I was...
2: Well, the coolest thing is that this spring I have a new film coming out called Wits End with uh, Brian O'Halloran and Scott Schaffo, both of Clerks fame. Clark. and it's a uh, a survival film I'm super oh. proud of it and it's just a, a, a really 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 cool heartwarming little flick and I can't wait for it, it to be out uh, uh, I just found out on Friday that it's going to be in some select theaters so that's pretty exciting stuff
0: well here's hoping for South Florida dates I'll be there opening night if so <laughs>
2: If you guys have a flagship cinema, you will be able to see it. I don't know if you have flagship cinemas down by you in Florida.
0: Unfortunately, we have uh Regal and AMC, but I'll have to see where where I'll have to plan the road trip. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs>
2: I think there yeah, are there in, in California Florida.
1: either.
2: They're not in California either. Well, you guys will just mm. have to get it on DVD or Blu-ray.
1: You need to get it well, back absolutely. in Redbox. I'm sorry. You're definitely gonna have to get it back in red box, like you did. Got you got Mr. Hush in red box.
2: Oh, absolutely. In Florida, oh, the nearest is Fort um, Lauderdale oh, Homestead. Oh boy! And Nick okay. and I
1: are actually proud owners of Mr. Hush now.
2: Oh, well,
0: sweet. I I probably avoid Miami like it's the plague, but for the for the opening night, I'll go.
2: Ah, oh, thank you. I appreciate that.
0: No problem.
2: I could, uh, I could use uh, all the love I can get.
0: Well, hey, ha- happy to oblige. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, If you, you know, if you were down here, I'd even offer you some uh, Cuban coffee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm strictly a tea drinker, but I appreciate it.
0: Well, anytime.
2: Uh... I also have a new film that I'm going to start shooting at the end of April called The Slick and the Slender, which I'm awfully excited about. And that's about it. So tell us a little
1: bit about this one. Give us a
2: good summary. The Slick and the Slender? The Slick and the Slender is a film about a grifter or a con man uh, cheating an elderly serial killer out of his. out of his uh, retirement money, uh, so it's a uh, very dark, very witty, and uh, actually kind of a kind of a scary script. I'm very, very, very excited to start one, start that one.
1: Now, did well, you that was write probably
2: it? Probably a fun one. I did. I wrote it, and I will be directing it, and uh, I'll probably do the catering and shine the actor's shoes and get bottled water <laughs> and do pretty much everything that. It takes to get a movie done, which is sadly the case. How, how are you
1: able to do all this, David? Uh, yeah. I didn't really
2: have a lot Yeah, <laughs> You know, when you're retired yeah, your to a mind is bed? like.
1: Yeah, your your mind just never stops, and that's something that I've always noticed about you.
2: No, oh, thank you. You're, Some people, they are very you never started. ambitious. Huh? I said, some people will say it never started. <laughs> I say it never stopped. Okay, thank you. I appreciate yeah, but, that. Oh,
0: yeah, be up to mean, that's the joy it, of the creative it, mind. <laughs> you know, runs on nuclear because, power. It's going to keep going. <laughs> because
1: it's it's not only that you're you're writing it, you're directing it, you're producing it, you're doing everything for it. It's it's like you're working 24 hours a day.
2: The reason I do that is because if it sucks, the only person I can blame is me.
1: Oh, that makes
0: sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's,
0: that's the best way to do it. And even in the extreme worst case scenario, even if it does suck, at the end of the day, you can still say I did it anyways
2: yeah I mean that's the way I feel about everything i do i mean if you in life, if you don't you know take take a swing, uh, you know you never get in the game and the truth of the matter is uh whenever anybody tries to do anything ambitious, I always give them nothing but kudos. you know Haters mm-hmm. are always going to hate people who uh who try. Because haters don't. Yeah, it. And, exactly.
1: And the critic that sits behind the desk and says, oh, this really sucked. Well, okay, you went and you put your movie in the DVD player and you watched it and you're going to tell me I sucked? No, you sucked. Because <laughs> I actually did it. And all you did was sit behind the desk and criticize no, me.
2: I mean, those who do, do, and those who can't review, I guess.
0: Yeah. yeah. No. Or that that's when you start pitching the networks and you know taking it to the next level. Tonight on Undercover Boss, a movie critic works behind the camera for the first time. Let's see what happens.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, that sounds good.
2: Let's see if a, yeah. <laughs> if a movie critic knows how to turn the camera on, actually. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> exactly. I think I think we lost or William, to
0: talk but to the he's on now.
2: I'm sorry, Francie.
0: Oh, no, I'm still here.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, then that must be Tom.
0: Yeah, he lost me. I yeah, think. I think that was Tom, though. That, that was that was quiet.
1: Oh, okay. Hey, Tom, how are you? Um,
0: <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> let good. Me, let
1: me tell you this, uh, David. Uh, William just graduated from Full Sail College, and he's trying to break into making movies.
2: What oh, advice
1: awesome. would
2: you give them? Take up something else.
0: <laughs> no problem. Good thing I'm I'm, I'm an author.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm here. I'm just kidding. Uh, the only, like with anything in life, anything that you do, uh, just be super passionate about it and hustle your ass off. And if it's meant to be, the cards will fall in the right places for you. And, uh, you know, that will take off. It's just a matter of being tenacious and being smart and really, really wanting to do something.
3: you need any story or ideas?
0: Thank you. Um, I'm sorry. I um, oh, I think you, you would need say any story ideas. ideas.
2: <laughs> well, I'm going to start a show called Disruption for Netflix in October. So friend me on cool. Facebook. And uh, we can talk.
0: Sure, sure. Sounds cool to me. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Right now, I have my second film actually is going to premiere in uh, April in Fresno. Oh, sweet. So, uh, yeah, cool. So I, I made the minor minor upgrade. One, my first one was uh, YouTube. Now it's uh, film festival. So, taking the old uh, What's the name leaps of and film? bounds. It's called uh No Credit Big Problem.
2: Ah. I and what's uh, it about?
0: Well, uh, long story short, it's actually being put together for uh what's called the uh Financial Literacy Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And they they were looking for a combination of uh you know, almost like a PSA type of uh material that can, you know, not be overly preachy. Yeah. So, in my in my case i went with the 18 uh, year old son you know being given his very first uh, copy of the family credit card and then spending everything on amazon and you know has to learn the importance of budgets oh sweet so yeah the the ultimate question from the parenting perspective how do how are you uh, expecting to pay for this <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's awesome. Good luck with that.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh. Awesome. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, was, good luck with that. You, William. Thank you, Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was a fun challenge because uh, I'm, I'm I come normally from a um, horror and comedy background, mm-hmm. so you know, so to actually you know, attempt drama without the bloodshed or anything like that. It took a little bit of some refining.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely. <Yeah>. Sometimes <laughs> horror and comedy yeah. can go hand in hand. I mean, look at the Evil Dead series.
0: Exactly. No.
2: We also need that levity to lighten up the moment, too, because like, everything can't be serious and dangerous. you got to
3: have, you know, somebody say something or do something funny to break up the
2: Well, that's what penguins. makes all great horror movies great. They they take you yep. to a place mm-hmm. where you feel relaxed for a moment, and you forget you're in a horror movie, and then a moment later something horrific happens, and it's that much more impactful because, you know, two minutes earlier you were you know laughing or comfortable or you felt like you know where you were was a safe place. But all the all the really clever and good horror movies know to do, to do exactly that. So you're on the right track, my friend.
0: Thank Definitely. You. Yeah, I I I, I know um, you know balance wise, you know it's kind of a cult classic. But are you familiar? Are you familiar with uh, Bloodbath at the House of Death?
2: Uh, I know the title, but I don't think I've seen. I've it. I've heard of it. I Haven't uh, seen
0: it. I don't think. If you have a chance, I would highly recommend it. Uh, you'll you'll even see uh, Vincent Price singing.
2: Oh sweet! And how can you go wrong with that? Yeah.
0: Oh, can't go wrong. You with can't. That. <laughs> You no, know, it's, just, might, it's one of those things. That is,
2: I might ahead. actually have a surprise guest calling in, so I don't know if you guys, uh, if you guys get a call, just patch them through. Um,
1: I don't have okay. one yet. I got you, I got Tom, and I got uh, William.
2: Okay. He okay. gave me a thumb. I'm he gave me call a thumb. now. What? Well, what? what, what? <laughs> what did you say, Francie? At least I said, tell yeah, him what? to call now. No, I, I did. He gave me a mm-hmm. little thumbs up sign. So, I, I mean, I don't know if he's going to call.
1: Okay. I, I got this. I'll refresh the keyboard. Sometimes Block Talk Radio. Oh, you see it, Dave.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nope. Still nothing there. there. we go.
0: Can you hear
2: me okay? Because I had to call back in.
3: Yeah, they are here. No, I can
2: hear you. Okay. All right. Pay no attention. Don't no, no worry. Pay no attention to I me. Mean, if somebody calls in, just patch them through.
1: Oh. Uh, most definitely. Um, yeah. Um, one thing I've noticed is that you have actually you you've made a lot of posts about school bullying
2: on your yeah, Facebook mean, page. Yeah, especially when that uh, that kid in Australia just got picked on. it. For some reason, that video really, really disturbed me. And uh, I, I just think bullying in in a- any aspect of life is just you know a sad circumstance. And it's just you see it so much on on social media these days. I uh, uh, I just wish people would be nicer to each other. It sounds like a you know a simple enough concept or a simple and, uh, enough notion, but. Uh, uh, now I hear myself again. It's kind of scary. Uh, wow. Yep. <laughs> Somewhere in an alternate universe. There you go. I like that guy better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: we their do. Have... Any
4: future projects?
1: No, no, I, my... <laughs> I I wanted your opinion on. <laughs> uh, we do have nine seven three. Oh, that would probably be
2: him. But we got to get rid of that echo
3: on me
4: who's the new track phone wireless hello let's see ladies hello? and gentlemen let me be,
2: let me be the one to uh, uh to uh identify hello, this hello, mystery ho. voice ladies and gentlemen this is none other than a pop culture icon scott schiaffo the chewy's gum guy from Clerks hey scott how you doing brother
4: <laughs> good how you doing I'm doing great. I'm he just Scott,
2: how we doing?
4: Yeah. Very good. How's it going, everybody?
0: Going great. Good, good. Can't complain. Another night in Scott. paradise.
2: Hey, Scott, this show, what? man, i done this show for the first time maybe like 10 years ago, and it's like the most wonderful car wreck that you'll ever be in. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: a good description. <laughs> we, we, we promised slow motion so you could really watch the Tension yeah. build too.
4: Yeah, yeah you just can right? well, exactly.
2: Scott was the. Julie and we're laughing gum about guy. it too. Scott was the Julius Gum guy in the cult classic uh, Clerks, and Clerks. he was in uh, Vulgar. And uh, he's uh, really just a great writer and uh, funny guy. You know what? And this is what most people don't know about him. He's an unbelievable, and I mean unbelievable, musician. So uh Scott nice. where can people find your works?
4: Wow, thank you so much. Um well, I've got a CD of uh, film music that was released not long ago. That's called The Shoestring Serenade. It's a collection of uh music that was used in different indie films over the years that I maintained the rights for and if you pa- if you purchase that uh Disc, you can use the music uh, license free within your own project, Uh, whether film, video, or however you want to reuse the music, you can do so. Um, But just a simple search of my name, all the social media will come up as well as on Amazon. If you search my name, eventually you'll happen upon the music. But thank you very much, Dave. I appreciate it. I'm very happy to be not only in the cast of your new film, but I also worked on the music, and it's exciting.
2: You know, all all kidding aside, I I worked with a a very famed composer from Italy on Mr. Hush, and he did an unbelievable job. But uh, Ben Scott worked on my film Middle Village, which was a, a documentary film about the town I grew up in, and was actually on one of the critics from the New York Times- uh best movie top 15 best movies of 2015 and Scott did the music on on, on that and not only Scott being like nice. Martin, not only Scott being cool. like a brother to me uh he also appeared in the film uh but uh when I when I I did Wits End I said wow Scott did such an amazing job on Middle Village uh and uh, his performance in Wits End I mean he steals the movie in the mo- in, in the scenes he's in and uh I said, Scott, would you would you do the music for the motion picture? So I sent him, you know, the raws of the film as the film was developing. And uh, Scott came up with some really amazing work. And I can't wait. I mean, uh, sometime in the next uh, month or so, people will finally start to get to see uh, our hard work on, on a film that I'm very, very proud of. And I'm very proud that Scott was a part of it.
4: Well, I'm very happy to be on board. It's really... Uh... Uh, we don't want to give away too much. I, I'll leave that up to you how to explain the plot line, but it's really something you don't see. Uh, it's a genre that you don't see necessarily a lot of, which is nice. And have we talked about our other, your your other co-star?
2: Ah, uh, yes, uh, everybody. Uh, Brian O'Halloran, who's uh, Dante from Clerks, is also in the film with us. and uh a lot, of people, a lot of people of us all, a lot of people uh, out there know that me, Brian and Scott, uh are, are very close and we do a lot of conventions together. And uh this is actually our first uh, motion picture where the three of us all worked on it together, so we're really excited about it. Awesome. Now Scott, I know yeah, you I'd... have a big you have a big convention appearance uh coming up the uh this summer. Where are you gonna be?
4: Yeah, actually I'm very happy uh to say that I've got a couple of things booked uh, for Galaxy, Galaxy GalaxyCon in uh, Raleigh this summer, this August, with Brian O'Halloran and Marilyn Gigliotti. And I believe uh, Jeff Anderson, who plays Randall, and I believe Jay Muse, who is Jay, obviously, uh, he's on board for that. That's August. I don't have the exact date in front of me, but GalaxyCon, if you Google GalaxyCon, uh we're doing the the Raleigh the Raleigh one and then there's one in Minneapolis in the fall and then there's one in Louisville, Kentucky also in the fall. So uh, I'm also excited to be able to promote Wits End at these events as well. Yep yeah, and uh now if I'm not mistaken,
1: yeah. is Matt gonna be at the sinister creature con here in uh Sacramento?
4: I think in June uh not familiar. Did you say Brian or did you say Matt? Uh, Matt.
2: Well, you said Matt.
4: Who's Matt? Oh, never mind,
1: Brian. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whoops. Brian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, 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 that was okay. that's the next week's episode, right?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: My bad. My bad.
4: Yeah, he's got right. the, those guys. Uh, Brian has a... Really busy schedule of of uh, convention appearances, almost you know each year, every year. But um, did, did you say Monster Mania? No, no, she said something preacher. in Sacramento. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. Um, you can definitely check out Brian's stuff at his. If you Google Brian O'Halloran, you'll get a a ton yeah, of stuff I... back, and his schedule pop up. <laughs>
1: Now, Scott, here's here is a question because I finally got somebody from Clerks on the show. Cuz Clerks it it wasn't this really big high budget movie, but it made so much money. Did you guys have any idea that this movie was going to be so huge?
4: Oh, absolutely not. And of course it's really the opposite you uh, low budget. It was super low budget at the time, which is quite a while ago now. It's over. You know, it's like 25 years since the film was actually filmed. Um, you know, it was exciting because Kevin. Uh, after I got to know Kevin a bit, after I auditioned, I was very much impressed with. Him. He was much very, wise beyond his years, and I figured, well, you know, that we were in good company and that we have something special, but never in a million years can you foresee the kind of thing that happened because it requires uh, uh, some time and a certain type of fan base that keeps passing the movie on. And there's no way to know that will happen to any film that you work on, really. you just I kind of treat everyone, uh, every film I get to work on the same uh, as far as uh, be professional as possible and be excited, but... This is the kind of thing where the fans themselves uh, keep it alive. And, of course, Kevin's career is such that he continued and did very well, and he kept the universe of those characters alive and you know, continued on with other sagas that featured a lot of those characters. So all of those things play into how the film is uh, still so popular this many years later, but there's no way of telling at the time.
2: And if I may add,
4: uh, Scott, uh, your performance in,
2: in the film is really, really brilliant. You're, you and Brian play off each other, and is really
0: mm-hmm.
2: one of the one of the 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 main reasons why that film worked as well as it did. You, you, and Brian, and Jeff, and Brian were just amazing.
4: Wow. Well, thank you very much. I do appreciate that. I, I, I'm very fortunate in that that particular character was really written to stand out. So whatever actor was fortunate to get cast in that role, uh, unless you were, I always make the joke that is unless you're in unless that if the actor that played the Chulies Gum Guy uh, doesn't stand out, there'd be a real problem because it really is written to shake up. All well, the action in the very beginning of the movie
2: absolutely
0: now i'll yeah. I, I'll, I'll say uh i'll i'll say this but scott uh, for for myself um you know your 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 role was was phenomenal you know like like everyone was saying and i can definitely validate that um You're here to that when i uh, when i when i was first you know branching out and deciding for myself to go into writing. Um, you know, obviously just like with anybody else the, we have the invertible waiting period for the uh publishers to you know, come back with a yes or no answer. So you know, in between that, um I was doing some uh you know, mingling among friends and stuff and they're like, So what even up to you these days? And I was like, oh, well, you know, didn't want to say anything about the you know, the books or any writing projects so I'm like me probably you know, uh nah. The usual. Uh, Julie's got representative. representative. Um, how about yourself? What are you up to these days?
4: <laughs> well, I keep uh, very busy with, uh, with indie film work. If I'm not uh, in front of the camera, I've had the very good fortune to be uh, hired to do the score to many low-budget independent films that I've not only been maybe in the cast of, but uh, through word of mouth, a lot of what I do is through word of mouth in the industry, through uh, indie, you know, lower-budget filmmakers who know that they can get a quality score. And uh, that's been a very, very uh, rewarding uh, thing for me because it keeps me active whether I'm in front of the camera or not.
2: And I know that a lot of indie filmmakers listen to the show because uh, I've, I've been on it numerous times and had made numerous contacts through it. So if you're an indie filmmaker or just a filmmaker, even a studio filmmaker, you know, uh, keep Scott in mind for both uh, acting roles because he's an incredible, incredible actor. He actually breathes uh, character and depth into everything he does, and he's just a, a, a wicked good uh, musician. He's just a wicked smart guy all
4: around Well thank you so much brother. And I really appreciate that
2: Yeah, But it, you know It's all true You see Francis yeah, Every time I ha- you have me on the show It goes in some kind of crazy direction <laughs> I know It's gotten got about, about five or six years Nothing ago, wrong with I that sh- I was on the show uh, And I was hanging out with David Lee Roth And David Lee Roth was on I was putting him on the phone And Edward X. Young was talking over him and wouldn't <laughs> shut the hell up.
4: Oh, my gosh. That's pretty <laughs> unbelievable. crazy. Hey,
1: hey, Scott, you want to hear this? He's, true. he's absolutely true. You want to hear this? True. Get
0: ready for a laugh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could even hear uh de- You know, Francie, we, we there's only three minutes remaining to the show, but Scott could also listen to it by replaying the show when the show's over.
4: Oh, that's, that's, true. True. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's Yeah, go for the archive true. instead. Yeah, instead it's of, our opening. Instead song. of instead
2: of playing us off with that bit, I would rather actually talk to you guys for the final three minutes. Okay. Okay. If that's okay.
0: That's always fair enough. Oh yeah. You're
3: you
2: playing the, the same works? bit
0: twice. What do you got in the works <laughs> movie
3: wise and stuff, David? Uh what's going on in the future in the future?
2: Uh, Well, we have me, Brian, and Scott will hopefully be touring Wits End in either April or May at Flagship Cinemas. Uh, I'm going to start shooting The Slick and the Slender this summer, which I'm going to have dinner with Scott soon. I like the idea and the premise
0: for that. That sounds interesting.
2: Yep. And uh, then uh, in October, I'm going to start shooting Disruption. Ooh. All kinds of What's stuff. I also, have, I also have a convention appearance at uh, Sci-Fi in the Valley Con in Altoona, which is really one of the most fun shows. Uh, Scott and I have done it, I think, at least three or four times together. Is that right, brother, about that many times?
4: Yeah, at least at, at yeah. least three or four times. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, things worked out this year. I can't attend, but uh, that's one hell of a show. It's, uh, always great vendors, great guests. Really, really, uh, really enjoy getting out to Altoona when I, when we do do it together.
2: Yep, and, uh, and you and Brian are like freaking Elvis out there. I mean, these guys are loved in Altoona. Well, they're loved everywhere <laughs> they go. But, uh, yeah, I got that show. I think it's June 12th through the 14th. But if you want to look it up, it's SciFiValleyCon.com. They have a, a whole bunch of wicked cool celebrities coming out. And uh I'm super excited that my big awesome. show starts on Friday night with uh on the uh Romero, Romero Indie Pictures Brigade. It's hard to say quickly. <laughs> but yeah. That starts on tongue uh, twister. Yeah, it starts on Friday yeah. night and uh I got some yeah, when people listen to this show for a small uh little uh, uh like viral TV show when they see the guests that are going to be coming onto the show they're going to be like wow like Jimmy Kimmel is going to be jealous
4: <laughs>
2: so that starts on Friday I'm excited about that and uh you know I'm all, I'm honored and uh, humbled that uh, Francie reached out to me to be on her show again thank you Francie
1: I have been wanting to reach out to you for a long time, and I'm like,
2: should
1: I, or does he want to take a break from me? Is he tired of me? Maybe I I think I was on your show in
2: 2015 for the, the last time. I think five years is more than enough. How?
1: Was it that long?
2: <coughs> I think so. Oh, well, ho- hopefully, ho- Hopefully we can have you again a lot sooner. Oh, whenever you guys yes. want me, Francis, I, mean, ever, I when, cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if, if I get to direct to a Marvel movie, a then the first show I will do is Francie show.
3: There we go.
2: Hey yeah, Scott, one thing you can say is I'm loyal, brother.
1: I'm, I'm like loving everything that you do. I see your daughter. I've watched your daughter grow up. Oh my gosh, she's such an academic
2: yeah, scholar. She's so She's preparing to go to Harvard. It frightens me. What? Oh, boy. Yeah. That's crazy. This
1: is a
4: reminder. Oh, no. yeah, she's, not, uh, she's just not that's a very not intelligent young lady. She's a very fine person, too.
2: Oh, Scott, she adores you. She thinks you're like, uh, when Scott comes up to the house, she calls him Uncle Scott and she gives him a big hug and a kiss. She, I mean, she <laughs> loves Scott.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I remember when you and I, we first connected on Facebook, and your daughter was so little, and she yes. graduated from elementary school. Now, yeah. it's like you guys escaped Surprise. from the mystery room in 49 minutes.
2: Yes, it was one that only 5% of uh, people who do it get out of. And I just sat there and literally in the fetal position, sucking my thumb, horrified. And she got us out in 49 <laughs> minutes. Like, you know, uh, get out of here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty horrifying. So, yeah, she's scary smart. I don't know where it came from.
0: And and that's a well, record. I mean, some of those escape rooms are crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, this was a level six, which is the highest. And they give you two hours to get out. And only five percent of the population get out. And she got out in forty nine minutes and I was just like and it was the first wow. time I ever took her. So I was like Wow That's Wow. Scary I get confused <laughs> at the drive in window at Wendy's, you know. And she's like
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs> window windows. Don't down. worry, I think we've
0: all been there. Yep. <laughs>
1: Where do I pay and pick up my hamburgers? <laughs>
0: Who had the tacos? That's, Wait, that's, wrong place.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: it's kind of scary. Sk- Harvard, wow, you got to be so proud of her.
2: I am. I am very, very proud of her.
1: That's awesome.
3: Went out
0: Now, what you can do is, um, you know, tell her to keep a notebook candy so that then you can get some writing ideas for the horrors of Ivy League.
2: There you go. I just want her to be able to get a really good job so she can support her old aging father.
4: <laughs> See, That's also equally fair. Nurturing your future meal ticket.
2: There you go. There you go. Scott, you're on to me, pal.
4: Well, whatever you know, I'll tell you Whatever it is that works is obviously working for you. It's uh, There's a lot to be said about Good parenting, and you're fortunate to be blessed with a really special young lady. Oh, thank you, Scott.
2: Well, that's because she had people like you around her growing up.
4: Oh, that's. And I would say the
2: same. I, I would say the same about Brian, but <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I was going to say I've been known to knock knock people's IQ down a few points. <laughs> uh.
0: Well hey, things well, like this, you know it can always be worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh,
2: true. <laughs> well, it's getting awfully late here on the east coast. Is there anything you guys want to schmooze about before this old man tucks in for the night?
1: Yeah, uh, Blog Talk Radio is about to cut us off.
0: Yeah. Oh so darn. we'll
1: we'll we'll play a classic and Scott, you gotta hear David Lee Ross calling into the show. Which means you got
2: to listen yeah, to the Scott. beginning of the show. Yes, you yeah, and Scott and Dave, uh, it was
0: drill. great speaking to you guys tonight.
2: Thank you yeah. For, yeah. for having us. It was Thank great speaking to you. It was, yeah, it and was great, uh, great before you. we
1: go, everybody, tell us where we you can find
4: where people can find you.
2: You go first, Scott.
4: Okay. Well, my full name Scott Schiaffo, Uh at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. It's all under my name. And uh, please do check out the website if you want to support an animal rescue I work with. You can get some very fine uh, custom-signed uh, merchandise from my castmates, Brian O'Halloran, Marilyn Gigliotti, JC Muse, everybody from the, not everybody, but a lot of folks from the Clerks franchise have signed things for me to uh, sell for the animal charity I work for. So if you go to com, you'll see a link to Animal to Rescue. And uh, it's all very reasonably priced merchandise. It's all, uh, all right. unique and, and signed by a cast member. Awesome. And the money goes to the animal rescue.
0: Cool. That's nice.
4: You're an awesome guy, Scott. Well, uh, yeah you and know, and if
0: you're Having a house straight... full of rescues, I applaud you.
2: Cool. one. one do too
1: Scott um, Is there any way That we can book you Soon for a show David introduced us And You know I would love to have you For a show
4: And well, I'm sure, sure. Tom Just and
2: Brent, I'm cool. I'm I, cool. I I can arrange that for you I'll, If Scott's a yeah, okay sure. you Yeah sure. You can get
4: to me Straight through Facebook Or Through David David's uh, David and I speak frequently
1: Okay, yeah, I think you would be an awesome guest and you're talking about the animal rights and everything. I think that's a great I think that's a great thing that you're doing and I would really love to push that.
4: Oh, I'd really appreciate that. I promise that.
0: Francie doesn't bite.
4: We're going to be um <laughs> promoting Wits End, so that's another thing we get to shamelessly promote. Yeah, maybe plug, Francie so. if
2: you're kind enough, you'll have uh Scott Brian and myself on one night.
1: Yes,
2: yeah, that'd be, what be we're great idea. Thinking. Yes, that'd be great. Yeah, well, if so you're look, let's, if, let's
1: set that
2: up. If you guys are looking for David Lee Madison, of course, uh, I'll be appearing at the McDonald's drive-through window where I work. So come, <laughs> by, uh, come by, and come by and buy a diet coke, and I'll give you a free apple pie. No, uh, no. I, you what? could find me on Facebook as David Lee Madison, on Twitter at David Lee Madison. Uh, Mr. Hush the Movie on Facebook, Mr. Hush uh, .net on uh, the web, and MiddleVillageTheMovie.com dot on the web, and everybody out there, I'm super excited for my new show this Friday. Uh, the first two guests are going to blow people's minds, and uh, I'm going to announce that on Monday, so you can see it on my uh, on my on my pages. And it's on Romero's Indie Brigade platforms. There's too numerous of platforms to, to to name them now, but uh, that starts on Friday. That's awesome. Ooh. Hi. Congratulations. i
0: looking forward to it.
2: Yeah. All righty, guys. Well, thank you so much for having me. Scott, thank you for getting well, my back, brother, you, and giving us all fun. in. It was a
0: pleasure. Yeah. Love yeah, you, Dave. Dave I didn't
2: know it was
0: five
1: years. I. I'm always stalking you.
2: Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I have that effect on women, but I'd be lying through my teeth. Oh come that on. Like a Hallmark card. You
1: know I stalk you. <laughs> I stalk you all the time.
2: <laughs> well, if I'm gonna be stalked, I want it to be by you.
1: Oh good, because I'll be stalking you a lot more.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: all, right, okay. all right. Good night, everybody. Good night, Scott. Good night, hey, Good
1: night, Scott. Thank you. Nice. Thank you all. We're going everybody. Louis Nelson. Hello.
3: Up this morning looking for my shoes, look behind the trunk, found the hesitation blues will to tell me how long. Laughter, tell me how long. Well, I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? Care. Brooms overtake me rock away from here Lordy, tell me how long Lordy, tell me how long Will I, have to wait? Will I have to wait Can I get you now Can I get you now must I hesitate?